If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. It may even be a helpful tool in managing cognitive decline. Flava Naturals Dark Chocolate Bars and Cocoa Powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate with great flavor and minimal sugar. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. There you'll find the extensive research behind cocoa flavanols benefits and great recipes too. That's flavanaturals.com. flavanaturals.com. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today we're going to take a deep dive on the subject of NT factor, which I think is uh, one of the most important uh, nutrients in the marketplace uh, because it addresses a universal concern, which is energy. Energy is life. Uh, energy production via the mitochondria uh, drives all our organ functions. When mitochondrial function declines, uh, our energy and well-being declines, uh, but also, too, uh, does it contribute to the process of aging. Uh, today, we're going to talk to uh, actually uh, the originator of uh, NT Factor, uh, the uh, CEO of Nutritional Therapeutics, the company that uh, makes uh, NT Factor. And so just to give you a little background, uh, I've been involved uh, in promoting NT Factor for, uh, it, it's got to be two decades or more. It's a product that I discovered uh, a long time ago, uh, was introduced to me via today, today's guest, uh, John Casey, uh, and the rest is history. I've been a big fan of NT Factor. I've been taking it personally for over two decades. I recommend it to my patients, and I've been talking about it uh, as an essential accompaniment to a nutritional support program here on this program. Uh, and uh, so you know, one of the things that happens, I think, um, with a supplement that's been around for a while is that people uh, tend to, you know, maybe they take it for granted. Uh, they use it. Uh, but and they know why they use it. They're motivated to use it, but they uh, continually need to be reminded uh, why it's so important. And so that's something that I, I aim to achieve today uh, with a broad ranging discussion with uh, John Casey, uh, who is the CEO of Nutritional Therapeutics. Uh, John, it's a pleasure having you back in Intelligent Medicine. Welcome. Uh, Dr. Hoffman, it is a huge pleasure to uh, be back with you. And indeed, you know, we've been uh, we've known each other for well, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I think we've known each other for uh, it, over three decades. Uh, I've known you as yeah. uh, you know a very very knowledgeable person in the field of nutritional medicine, uh, and uh, it's got to be you know twenty or twenty five years ago that you introduced me to NT Factor, and I you know I'm going to recount the story, and you you can chime in and correct me if I uh, the details are. 
not uh, as you remember them. Me to do that. Yeah, no, but th- this is how it happened. Is that uh, you know you, uh, at one point you, you're very excited. You, you called me up and you said there's this thing called NT factor, and uh, you know uh, I said great. You know that's that sounds good. Uh, you know I I trust your judgment, but I need to see some some studies. Uh, so forthwith you sent me some studies, and the studies look promising because they they. They actually demonstrated that NT factor uh, had an impact on fatigue, uh, that it worked in the mitochondria. Uh, there were scientific papers that showed how it uh, supported uh, membrane uh, fluidity and uh, the function of the cell membrane, which is essential for everything, for nerve transmission, for you know, virtually everything that happens in the body. Uh, and I said, great. But I said, you know, that that's all good. But it's theoretical. I, I need to see that this stuff really uh, does the job. So if you don't mind, send me some samples and I'll play around with this with my patients and I'll see if it really delivers. And you obliged. You know, you sent me a bunch of samples uh, and then you didn't hear from me for a while because they, they kind of sat around for a while. Uh, and then I had a patient who was extraordinarily fatigued. In fact, uh, <laughs> he was he was perhaps the most exhausted patient I'd ever seen. He was a patient who had uh, advanced cancer uh, in, a, in a mournful procession. Uh, his relatives brought him in. Uh, he sat there silent with his head down like a sad sack. Uh, and everybody said, you know, can you do anything for dad? And, you know, I felt, I felt badly because I, I knew that this guy was, you know, had a very devastating medical condition, that he'd receive uh, high-intensity chemo. Uh, he was exhausted and debilitated, and I really wasn't sure what to offer him. But then I remember the samples that you sent me, and I said, well, okay, this is the acid test. I got to – let me try this. And dubiously, uh, you know, I gave him the samples, and I said, here, try this stuff. And, you know, I sent him along, along on his way. Uh, fast forward to a few weeks later, uh, he comes back and the demeanor of the entire family has changed. Everybody's smiling. The guy uh, is rosy cheeked and looks perky. And this time he starts talking. And I, so I said, what's everybody smiling about? And they said, well, uh, tell Dr. Hoffman what happened. And the guy told me that he started feeling better uh, within a few days of beginning to take NT Factor. And it was it was so it's such a remarkable turnaround that they said, well, dad, tell them what you did. And he's, you know, modestly said, well, uh, I built a deck around the house. (laughs) 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 So do you remember that story? Uh, You know, I think I remember the conversation. It it sticks out in my memory at the time. At the time, we had published two papers. One was a uh, trial from um, Henry Ford Hospitals <coughs> on the core material by itself, <coughs> NT factor. And the other was a trial, a clinical trial from Harbor UCLA, which is their uh, cancer and oncology study, where we had used Propax and uh, and just and for our listening audience, very, very Propex well. is NT factor <clears throat> combined with it's kind of a, a pack where there's some fish oil and there's a multivitamin. It comes in like a little uh, packet. You know, it's like several pills, including NT factor. So it's it's kind of your one stop shop supplement, right? More or less, yes. And okay. uh, it's effectively a multivitamin. 
but it's a broad range of nutrients, uh, all moderately dosed, and um, it's worked very well for us. We've we've sold it for thirty years. Right. So that's the Propax with NT Factor product. So, uh, so did the study uh, specifically look at debilitated uh, cancer patients uh, suffering from the aftermath of uh, radiation, chemotherapy, or just plain cancer debilitation? Well, it looked at a, a multitude of quality of life factors. Um, these were all patients who were actively being treated um, at Harbor UCLA. Harbor is the hospital arm of UCLA. Um, so all of these patients were actively being treated. It was a double-blind, randomized crossover trial. And um, fatigue was seen, relief of fatigue was seen with statistical significance and uh, reduced um, side effects in other areas. Our principal purpose was to show that this was safe in a um, in a toxic population. You know, being they were they were being treated with chemotherapy, mm-hmm. uh, mostly. So, so this was a, this is a safety study. It was a sort of safety and compatibility. Uh, you know, I don't think you were trying to well, demonstrate was, that this was a. Go ahead. It was um, it was primarily you know to show that you could relieve fatigue in the most difficult of environments, mm-hmm. and uh, study you know studying the safety was it was a dual of, dual ambition of most of the fatigue related studies that we've done. We've we've published fifty three papers right now, maybe fifty five, and um, we've done at least fourteen clinical trials. Um, and two animal um, studies as well. So that's a lot of research. And so in all the human trials, uh, we have looked at fatigue as well as, you know, whatever else was uh, being looked at, whatever kind of population it was. We've, uh, we've looked at trials where we've done general health, aged individuals, seniors, mostly. Uh, we've done chronic fatigue syndrome. We've done fibromyalgia, obesity. Uh, slash fatigue, neurodegenerative disease, uh, cardiovascular risk patients, metabolic syndrome patients, diabetes, autism, uh, Lyme. In fact, we did a fantastic Lyme study. Uh, It was really quite challenging. Fertility issues, um, cancer, anemia, spinal injuries. So these were the range of patients that we worked with. I might also mention the work done uh, with Garth Nicholson, who's a big proponent of NT Factor on uh, Gulf War vets. You know, we tend to forget them, but yes. you know, this happened, what, you know, like in the late 90s, is that, uh, you know, the first uh, Iraq war, you know, we had people coming back from the Gulf War. Uh, with a mysterious disease. Nobody knew what it was. Was it an infectious disease? Was it due to uh, chemical poisoning from the burning oil p- uh, plumes or from, you know, disposal of garbage uh, in big uh, open pits, uh, open pit fires? We, we don't, or was it from the, you know, full round of vaccinations that uh, servicemen had to, and women had to undertake uh, because they were going to a tropical zone. We don't even know what caused that. Or was there some element of stress, trauma, sleep deprivation? Anyway, they came back broken and with a mysterious disease. And uh, so Garth Nicholson undertook a trial with those patients, and the results were quite fascinating. Yeah, we've actually done a fair amount of work with the veterans. I'm a veteran myself, and uh, Garth had uh, a family member who was injured in the Gulf 
Gulf War. In fact, it, those issues that you mentioned seem to hit um, the airborne units um, and the special forces units uh, who had gone in early and so forth and were involved in destroying, you know, the burn pits and things like that. Um, so that was where the interest came from. And, uh, and Garth has also, you know, Professor Nicholson has also been named, you know, an honorary uh, an honorary colonel, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. by this one of the special forces units. Um, so that's yes, we've done several pieces of work with them. Uh, most recently, with individuals who, after all these years, were still having severe issues with um, the toxicity that they had encountered in the um, in the Iraq wars. And so um, we were able to, you know, very slowly, start removing some of that um, residual chemicals that are, were still in these people's bodies and give them some relief and improvement over their symptoms. Indeed. And, and that, was done, it, that was done very recently. It, it, what's quite interesting is that uh, Garth Nicholson uh, is renowned for the work that he did, uh, I believe it was in, in the 1980s uh, or perhaps even earlier, uh, which define our understanding of the cell membrane. You know, we used to think of it as kind of a cell wall, you know, like a, a kind of a, an enclosure, uh, like a, a baggie that kept the fluid inside the cell. We now realize that it's a, a dynamic membrane. It's a lipid bilayer that actually consists of fats and the, or lipids is the technical term, uh, which uh, govern its flexibility, its ability to, uh, to, to, to have proper signaling cell to cell, uh, to have the ingress and the egress of materials in and out of the cell. This is all governed by what's called membrane fluidity. And hence, uh, that gets us a little bit to the mode of action of, you know, what's the, uh, you know, when we, we think something works, we've got to understand that mechanistically it's plausible. In other words, is there, uh, some, uh, understanding of how it works. You know, for years, you know, people took aspirin. They really didn't know how it worked. I think we, we, it was only later that we began to understand precisely how it works on the, you know, cyclooxygenase pathways and, you know, prostaglandins and so on. Uh, but we haven't some insights into how NT factor might work. And, you know, you, I think, have a, a deep understanding of that. Well, we do. The paper you were referring to, or, you know, with Dr. Nicholson's work, uh, he published in 1973 in Science, uh, Science America, uh, American, and um, this is considered a seminal paper in the um, uh, in the biolipid membrane model, which is accepted, you know, everywhere in science today, um, and is still, after all these years, from 73 to 2024, um, this is considered you know, uh, the model for the organization and the function of bio, uh, biomembranes, biolipid, bilipid biomembranes. And, uh, and so it was our interest, um, at mine as a company, uh, that we ended up getting together. Um, and we have a very close working relationship now. He does a lot of research on my company's behalf. And um, and I I greatly appreciate that. We do know exactly how the NT factor uh, works. It um, it works by 
restoring um, the membrane as you age you have decreased function you actually have end up with dead spots or holes in your um, in your in the mitochondrial membrane and also the cell membrane to a lesser extent but primarily the mitochondrial membrane because as you know that is the site of of energy production and your free radical production most of the free radicals you're exposed to are actually produced by your own body via the via the membrane the mitochondrial membrane inner membrane and uh, so what NT factor does is it replaces the dead and dying um, oxidated oxidated uh, lipids in the biomembrane and membranes as defined by Nicholson in his paper exist in a state of dynamic equilibrium and, and that means essentially that they move around the cell, the organ, the body, uh, in an effort to maintain an equal amount of necessary lipids for the compartment in which they are in. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, uh, we take advantage of that, and, and that's how NTFAC will work. So essentially what, what people get out of this is that we restore, by restoring the membrane, and it's called the science, in, in the scientific literature, it's called membrane lipid replacement. If, you know, when you restore the membrane um, surface um, lipid uh, fabric, uh, you then restore the gradients, the electrical gradients. Um, and the electrical gradient in the in the mitochondria in a membrane, which is where all this stuff happens, like energy production, free radical production, antioxidant production. In that membrane, um, uh, the gradient is called membrane potential. And in short, membrane potential is the ignition switch and the driving force for everything that happens in the mitochondria, which is where you produce your energy, and without it, you just don't have... You don't have life. And uh, uh, membrane potential, this gradient, pushes and pulls everything that happens there. The electron transport chain, which is the production of energy. Uh, the Krebs cycle, which provides building blocks for energy. Um, and the membrane itself. And I could go on for an hour mm -hmm. talking about this, and I don't want to do that. And it's not fair to the audience. But... Um, uh, please, you know, any questions you no, have? No, I think, you've, uh, I think you've, explained, you've explained it very well. Uh, I think a point to be made is that uh, there are, are, you know, like Chinese dolls, you know, there are membranes within membranes. In other words, there's a membrane that surrounds the cell, uh, but within the cell are little organelles that are the powerhouses of the cell, and they're called mitochondria. And the mitochondria have membranes externally, but also they have a sort of an intricate structure within them, the so-called Christi. Uh, the Christi are the surfaces on which everything happens, the energy production, you know, ATP uh, and NADH uh, and, and all the things that, that drive uh, energy production in the body and then within the cell occur. So uh, that's, I think, uh, the exciting potential of membrane replacement therapy. Now, just for the sake of argument, uh, John, you know, why not? I mean, there are other things that people can take. Why not just take, you know, fish oil or, you know, uh, primrose oil, borage oil, you know, because those are things that have impact on cell membranes. Why, why not just take good old fashioned stuff like that? Well, actually, 
you know, they do and don't. For example, right now there's a couple of companies that are trying to push fish oil for the um, same benefit that we advocate NT Factor for. And the problem is that they contain these fatty uh, these fatty acids, phospholipids, you know, called icosapentaenoic acid, EPA, and docosahexaenoic acid, DHA. And these are these are um, very long chain fatty acids. That 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 is their classification. And as opposed to the fatty acids we use in NT factor, or just long chain fatty acids, it's a very big difference. Um, with EPA and DHA, you have very long chains of fatty acids, and um, uh, and lots of double carbon of of, of carbon uh, double carbon bo- double bonds in the um, in the links between um, certain. Um, uh, you know, let, let me get back to the beginning. Well, it, and actually, and that has to explain. do with the, whether they're polyunsaturated and so on, right? Well, yes, but more specifically, we're talking about phospholipids, and phospholipids are a very general group. And what's characteristic, what makes a what makes a phospholipid a phospholipid, is that it has three parts. It has a head group, which is like choline, serine, or many, many molecules like that. Mm-hmm. And that is a water-loving molecule. All um, at the other end of the phospholipid, it has fatty acids. And they exist only in a fatty, in a fatty environment, so to speak. And they're connected universally by a glycerol group. And... Um, that's what makes up a phospholipid. So, but there's a there, that, that that refers to a wide range of specific molecules. And, and so, with the and fatty what acids these, from what these are, technically they're they're called glycerophospholipids. And while you can, I guess, feed people building blocks for these things, uh, I think uh, the NT Factor product is unique in that it is. It's kind of pre-assembled. It is, you know, uh, bioavailable. It gets absorbed, and there's uptake by the uh, the cell membrane, the mitochondrial membrane, uh, in toto. With NT factor, there is uh, with very long chain fatty acids. They they are not taken up by the membrane. They need to go into another organelle in the um, uh, inside the cell called peroxisomes. Um, I may not even be pronouncing that well, precisely right. That's, that's, right. that's dead on. Yeah, no, that, as far as I know. Yeah. <clears throat> so the peroxisomes are an organelle, but they have a different type of um, uh, covering or shell outside it, where I'm talking about the bilipid layer, bilayer lipids. Uh, they have a single layer. So they're, they're a different type of organelle from the nucleus of the cell, the mitochondria inside the cell, uh, or the cell membrane itself. What that what that organelle does, it chops up things. So the it, you know if you're going to give a person fish oils in order to for them to repair their membranes throughout the body, these um, uh, these fatty these phospholipids EPA DHJ have to go into be taken up into a cell and they have to go into these peroxisomes and get chopped up so that they're shorter and uh, and uh, they're less vulnerable to 
uh, oxidation and more appropriate for the fluidity that's most appropriate for the cell. So the membranes will not take up these fatty acids by themselves. They have to be changed, which is a natural process inside the body. And if you have the health and, and your peroxisomes have the enzyme, you know, have retained the enzyme capacity um, to perform this function, then then you'll be able to use these fish oils for membrane health. Um, I have yet to see any research where fish oils have significantly helped the biomembranes. That being said, I don't want to in any way diminish their value mm -hmm. as a nutrient throughout the body. I mean, because they play so many great roles, mm -hmm. uh, particularly in uh, for the osteopath and so forth. Um, but, you know, they have, in order to really have this help where in a in a study later later on from where you and I had were talking about earlier, in a study where we had a population, um, we had two populations. One was a control group, and they were, these were all students from the hospital, and they were all under the age of 30. We also had a test group, which was had an average age of 69 and a half, and uh, we were able to restore the membrane potential which is it's the it is a mem it is the measurement for the health of the mitochondria um we were able to restore the membrane potential in this 69 and a half year old group to slightly better than the uh control group uh these younger students uh we were able to improve the membrane potential after 8 weeks to slightly better than mm. what the you know the kids started out with so we could we could, uh, uh, we could we could abbreviate that by saying uh, sixty nine and a half is the new thirty, <laughs> <laughs> or twenty nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could, and um, <laughs> you could, and so we were also able to maintain that. We showed that we could maintain that indefinitely so long as they were continuing the product. Okay. Well, that's that's really exciting. Okay, so we laid the groundwork for our discussion of uh, NT factor, and explained you know how it worked might work uh, within the scale, the cell. Uh, in part two, I want to talk about another of the uh, exciting attributes of NT factor because uh, I, I know for a long time you've alluded to the possibility that NT factor could aid absorption of other nutrients. Uh, this is something that we've talked about oh many many years ago, uh, but. Uh, it was only recently that this was clearly demonstrated in a study, and I want you to share the results of that study in part two. Yeah. Uh, we divide our podcast into two parts. In part two, we're going to talk about that. We'll also talk about the different forms in which you can obtain NT factor. I have my favorite form. Uh, that may or may not work for you. There are many different forms in which you can obtain it. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and today's guest is – I'm going to – anoint you with the title doctor, but uh, you are uh, <laughs> you're just Mr. John Casey. Well, uh, we, you know, we have pioneered, as a company, we have pioneered this therapy, membrane lipid replacement. And uh, so really, I don't want the attention to be me. I would rather the attention be the science of what we've done and, and what it can what it can do for people out there, particularly aging, you know, as we age past the age of 40 and so forth. Great stuff. All right. We'll be back with more of today's Intelligent Medicine podcast. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine.